Hey Lions, I'm Ashley Salisbury. And I'm Ashton Clopton. And we are your spotlight team here at Maine Entertainment. Welcome to this week's episode of Talk With Me, where we feature one of you. Today's guest is a junior screenwriting major and sociology and theater minor from Granite Bay, California. She's a member of Delta Zeta, an intern at Casting Duo, and the host of the podcast Small Life Big Stories. Let's welcome Sammy Small to Talk With Me. Yay! Hey, Sammy. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here today. Well, we're so excited to talk with you today. So as we record, we're about two months into the semester. How have you been so far? Are you at home? How's it going? Fill us in. Um, I'm pretty good. I'm in LA with some friends. It's definitely tough being online. I feel like last semester was a little bit easier. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but like... I just cannot bring myself to do another Zoom assignment, which is a problem, but yeah. <laughs> thank God for spring break. Yeah, no, motivation is definitely lacking. And I feel like we've gone like kind of a long time without a break. I feel like we normally have like a three-day weekend somewhere in there, but... Right? Yeah. Exactly. But we've been going for like a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when we got online, they were like, oh yeah, like they're at home. They don't need a break. But in reality, I feel like it's more work because, like, every day feels either like a school day or not a school day. I feel like I do work two days a week, maybe, and I just really grind. And mm-hmm. then the rest of the time, I just, like, vibe. Yeah, I just sit, watch With, TikTok. like, looming stress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The stress is always there. I just don't act on it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so what has online learning been like as a screenwriting major? Have you come across any particular challenges within that major or even your minors? Honestly, with screenwriting, I've been super lucky. It's a very collaborative, community-based major. And so initially, I was really concerned because our whole thing is like a writer's room. Like the whole class, we write together. We help each other with our stories. It's really like a collaborative process. But um, they transitioned online pretty smoothly and like our professors have been great about helping us form connections we all have writing partners and I actually became like really close friends with one of my writing partners last semester and we've even like hung out outside of class and stuff and she convinced me to rush the cinematic fraternity so oh wow yeah that's exciting but we'll see yeah so it's been nice. Sociology has been harder just because um, I don't really know anyone mm-hmm. in there because that's not as collaborative. It's more like you go to class, you learn, and you take tests and submit papers. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. It's still really interesting. Yeah, I definitely feel you with um, being in certain courses where you just truly don't know anybody and so you're like do I message this person do I say hey do you guys want to study together or work on this or literally honestly no I just like shot my shot and on the first day I like typed in the zoom like group chat whatever I was like hey like does anyone want to make a text like group chat and honestly I feel like everyone was feeling the same way as me because everyone submitted their numbers and so I was like, honestly, I'm kind of a baddie. Like, go yeah, on period. <laughs> like, 
I yeah. think everybody's in the same boat, so that's probably why. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that makes it, like, almost easier to reach out. I feel like in person, I wouldn't just, like, go up to someone I don't really know and, like, ask for their number. But now that there's, like, a reason to, or it's, like, True. it's just less awkward. Exactly. Yeah, so that's really nice. And, like, I don't know, I honestly just always say what everyone else is thinking. So I'm really grateful that I did that because I have, like, a huge midterm exam in one class today. And we're definitely going to need some teamwork with that. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So like a lot of lions out there, you're from the Northern California area. Can you tell us a little bit about Granite Bay? Do you like, did you go to high school with anyone that goes to LMU? Anything like that? I did actually. So Granite Bay, um, I, everyone's always like, oh yeah, like you're from the Bay. No, let me tell you something. <laughs> that is offensive. I'm not from the Bay. Um, no hate to people from the Bay. One of my best friends, LMU, is from the Bay. There's a lot of great people there. But I'm not one of them. I'm not from the Bay. Um, I just, like, can't even clarify that enough. But, yeah, Greta Bay is a really small town outside of Sacramento. Um, a lot of people here have seen the movie Lady Bird. And mm-hmm. so yeah. <laughs> I get that question all the time. And it's honestly a horrible example of where I'm from, but it's kind of accurate. There's like the villain in Ladybird. Mm-hmm. I think her name is Jenna, but that could be so far from correct. Um, <laughs> and she's from like that like town that's like kind of far and it's from Granite Bay. And literally the entire movie um she was like totally playing out stereotypes and I was like oh my god like I hate this this is so stereotypical this is so rude until it got to the point where there was a party at her place and Mm -hmm. I knew exactly what neighborhood it was really (laughs) and I was like wait like this is actually accurate I hate to see it hate to say it Mm -hmm. but yeah but as far as going to school with people I really wanted to get out of Granite Bay, so I made a conscious effort to not go to the popular colleges of my high school. Right. But that being said, it's funny because there was, like, on my first day of college, like, move-in day, I was walking um, into my, like, dorm common room, and there was this guy on the couch, and he was like, hey, Sammy. And I was like, what? What? (laughs) And I, like, really, like, looked at him, and then I was like, oh, my God. This is the guy that serves me my homophobic chicken nuggets at Chick-fil-A. Oh, my God. And then, so, like, we talked, and, of course, like, I wanted to make friends, so I was not going to be like, I've never seen you before. I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, like, hey, how are you? And, um... Then, like, we were talking. We literally went to high school together. He was really good friends with my crush, which we talked about. And we actually became pretty close. We don't talk anymore because, like, quarantine and whatever. Sad. We didn't, like... yeah. yeah, but um, we were great friends freshman year. And, like, that was super, super fun. And now we'll, like, text from time to time. But, yeah, he's great. Among Northern California people, there's always those weird, like, oh, like, I know you were like, I went to elementary school with you, but like, not high school, or I haven't seen you in forever. But exactly, it makes sense. LA is a great distance from home, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, everyone wants to like stay in California for some reason. 
so you get a lot of people that like grew up with you i don't know it's not as bad as like cal poly we call um like the second granite bay oh right because literally like i'm pretty sure it's like 40 people per year go to cal poly from Mm -hmm. like my school wow yeah yeah no my high school is a pretty big like feeder into cal poly too but also lmu so (laughs) (laughs) but maybe that's just a bay thing oh my gosh (laughs) So how have you been balancing school, your internship, and your podcast? Have you noticed that your minors have given you any specific takes on the industries or anything like that? Yeah. Um, I feel oh, that was like a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, unpack. <laughs> yeah, let's unpack this. So I would say my minors are very complementary to my major, and that's part of the reason why I chose them. Like, I definitely have a huge interest in sociology and theater, but I also thought it would be great to widen my perspective in terms of screenwriting and help with my career. Um, So I think really everything goes hand in hand in terms of balancing everything. That is something (laughs) I'm definitely still getting down. Honestly, like, I was doing a podcast, like, every week over break, and now I'm like, mm, maybe this is going to be, like, a once-a-month thing, a twice-a-month thing. Yeah. Just because, like, sometimes, like, I'll be ready to do it. But then, like, you know, my friends also have, like, the midterms and, like, their classes and their extracurriculars. For and sure. so it's definitely tough. I did my first solo episode just because I felt like I needed to get something out there, you know. Mm-hmm. But I am, I am in the works of planning my next episode, so it's still, it's still very much happening. Awesome. Um, but yeah, my internship is really nice. It's technically called like a mentorship, but it's like oh. the same thing, kind of. Um, it's just like for technicalities, and that's nice because I pretty much just make my own hours. So mm-hmm. it's reality TV casting. So oh, like, yes. Yes, oh, I yes. love it. I really <laughs> want to go into reality TV. And so, honestly, being in a sorority helped greatly with casting because there was so many parallels. And I was even telling my supervisor this. I was like, it's so funny because, like, I do a very similar thing during recruitment. And he's like, yeah, like, we find, like, sorority girls are actually really good at casting. <laughs> I was like, Wow. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> the rush process. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So oh. that's been really helpful. I like I've been told I'm a natural, but who knows? Who knows? I don't even know. <laughs> but I don't know. I think my podcast has really helped. I started because um obviously I do storytelling and like a script format and I'm taking a playwriting class for theater just to get different medium down. But especially wanting to go into unscripted and you know, being a storytelling major, I really wanted to kind of learn about another format of storytelling Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. just kind of explore that in another way and hopefully better my storytelling in every aspect. So my podcast is very fun and it's something that I wanted to do for a while, but it's really like something I started to help better myself uh, at storytelling. That's awesome. So I guess that kind of leads us to our next question of you know, after college, like, do you see yourself still in the podcasting space? Do you want to go deeper into casting, reality TV? You know, as far as the future of my podcast, I'm not sure. 
I really am just taking it day by day. I think I'm going to have a lot more stories post-COVID because it's a storytelling podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found it's hard because, like, absolutely I want to expose myself. Like, that's so much <laughs> fun. But also, like, I'm trying to be a working woman. Like, there yeah. is definitely a line where I don't want to, like, destroy my career, you know? Yeah. And so I think we'll really have to see. But I definitely want to go into Unscripted. I was really lucky to land um, a very competitive internship for the summer. And I think that is going to take me deeper into Unscripted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Are you allowed to for- tell us where it is? Yeah, I always feel kind of weird about it because I don't want to like brag. No, this is your place to brag. This is why this is a brag. Yeah, (laughs) this is the bragging podcast. (laughs) I'm really excited. I'm going to be a summer intern for Viacom CBS. Ah. So I'm really excited. They own um, so Viacom and CBS they merged, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so they own like MTV. Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, Showtime, Paramount, BET. Um, th- there's so many. That's there's insane. So many. Yeah. That's and awesome. And so I'm super excited. I'm going to be an unscripted intern for that. And I'm going to learn um, everything from, like, pitch decks to, like, potentially production pending COVID. Oh, my gosh. They did <laughs> – name drop big brother in terms of getting me on set but that is just so hypothetical up in the mm-hmm. air like we yeah really we'll see but i think that would be so cool well let us know <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> um once i get on set think? i think i'll have a better idea of what i want to do after college but definitely unscripted i really i grew up watching a lot of bravo and jersey shore whatever i really i grew up with a lot of reality tv mm-hmm. um but I definitely think I will want to do something unscripted. I love casting for it. I'm really happy with that. But I would love to, you know, be on a show, be a story. Um, I think they're called story developer, story producer. I'm blanking on the name, which is embarrassing. But <laughs> I would love to do something like that or like talk shows. I don't know. For some reason, this is going to sound bizarre. But We're like, ready. you know, some people are like in my past life like I was this person mm-hmm. so I couldn't tell you about my past life but what <laughs> I can tell you is that I know for a fact that my purpose was to be a real housewife oh my goodness got it and I know it sounds weird but like where no, I think that's valid <laughs> I think that's completely valid where <laughs> I have to know where. Okay, I'd be lying if I said I don't have a preference, but, like, I will go anywhere. They can move me. I don't care. Personally, I would prefer Beverly Hills. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That is my, I don't know, my favorite right now is definitely Salt Lake City, the new one. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad to see another fan. Reunion part two is tonight. Oh my goodness. Part two? I thought I thought I already watched part two. Oh. Is it part three? <gasps> no, is it part three? I think it's part three. No, I'm so sad. <laughs> that means it's the last one. For, yes, for everyone that's not a Bravo fan, um, the third part is the final part of the reunion, and which means we will be taking a break from Salt Lake City, which tragic. <laughs> They came swinging. (laughs) This cast came swinging. 
I know. I I'm just like so here for it. It's like an art form. That's why Vanderpump Rules, problematic as it is, before all the scandals came out, yeah. definitely my favorite. Just because they're all so naturally psycho, <laughs> and yeah. I think that is a beautiful art form. And I am just so here for it. Real Housewives of New York is kind of like that. Like yeah, you know. Like, please, <laughs> yeah. like, throw your prosthetic leg across the table. Like, give us your audacity. Like, this is what I'm here for. This is what I want to work on. This is my career, you know? I think that's beautiful. Uh, think that's, yeah, yeah, I really, I think it is, too. Yeah. I, like, on TikTok, I, like, made a Vanderpump Rules TikTok. And, like, I don't know. Honestly, my TikTok is a public Finsta. I made it by accident. Like, I am by no means a content creator on that. But I just, like, one night at 2 a.m., I was like, you know what? This would be kind of fun. So I made a Vanderpump Rules TikTok, and I got, like, 500 likes. Wow. And I was like, am I viral? Oh You're famous. I think You're famous there's a lot of people famous. on the same wavelength with you. <laughs> you know? It's everything. Do you want to plug your TikTok? Um, you don't have to. I can. Honestly, this just goes to, like, further expose myself. Okay, we don't. (laughs) I think it's, like, X, like, the letter X, T-R-A, underscore, small. Because my last name's small, and I'm 5'2", so I'm, like, extra small. And then my my profile picture is the hamster throwing up the peace sign, because, you know what? That is my profile. Yeah. that's my whole setting so I guess check it out I don't know you're not I really that's where that's like my mental health like having a meltdown so that's really what you'd expect I feel like we get the best humor out of that though yeah Yeah. (laughs) no honestly I don't have a that's reality tv yes yeah (laughs) like make fun of me I literally don't care I mental health is a mess but like I'm not afraid to show it for better for worse (laughs) We love the raw honesty. Yeah, we keep it real. <laughs> and this is why I keep it real housewife. Exactly. You know? You're ready. <laughs> I am. It's weird. I like my this is really off topic, so I don't know if you'll want this or not. But um I like the day I like fully realized like I was meant to be a real housewife. I don't know what it is, but for some reason whenever I do anything, my mind is like you have an audience. And so <laughs> One time, this is so awkward, but one time I was, like, with my roommate, and I was having a breakdown, as you do. You know, healthy roommate relationships, we're good friends. Um, But this person was watching me have a breakdown, just, like, standing there and just, like, hmm, like, taking it in. Mm -hmm. And in the moment, I literally didn't think anything of it. I just, like, kept going, like, unfiltered, like, didn't think anything of it. And then later on, my roommate was, like, kind of funky that, like someone just observed you having a breakdown yeah (laughs) and I was like oh like you're right I guess like that is not normal behavior like that's pretty weird (laughs) I didn't even like in the moment it went right over my head a performer yeah you're (laughs) mine (laughs) anyways can you walk us how you started your podcast yeah yeah, now we're so, getting into the nitty gritty. Yeah, the nitty gritty. I could talk it. about Bravo all day long, but honestly, <laughs> talk to me about it after because I'm always looking for people to talk about it with. But uh, let's make um, a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. 
Um, so I got into my podcast um, because I love telling stories. You know, we touched on it before. I really want to get better at storytelling. I am the queen of tangents. <laughs> so I really want to get better at that format of storytelling. But also I've noticed like when I talk with friends, I always have these crazy stories. Like I think my life is really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe not everyone feels that way. Listen to my podcast, make your own judgment. (laughs) I do not care. Trash me for all I care. But um, I think I'm a very interesting person and I just like have a lot of weird encounters, but I think everyone has those encounters where like every time I talk to someone, I'm like, can you believe this happened? And they're like, oh my God, no. But like, can you believe this happened? And so (laughs) I feel like we all have those insane stories. And like, that's part of the fun of like meeting people is when you talk to them, you always learn about something that you didn't know, like would happen in real life. And so I was like, what if we brought that together? And like, everyone could just like sit back and relax. And I feel like nowadays with COVID, like it's very important. There's a lot going on in the world right now you know there's a lot to do that's absolutely a priority very crucial to know about and you know with COVID everything is very serious but I also feel like everything can get so exhausting and overwhelming Mm -hmm. and I really wanted my podcast to be a space to just like relax laugh like not take yourself too seriously just like a half hour to just like rest cool down Drink some wine. I'm now 21, so I can say that on air. <laughs> but, <laughs> just, like, just relax and, like, laugh, you know? I want to expose myself. I want to expose my friends. Um, like, let's just do it, mm-hmm. you know? It's very – I feel like podcasts are a very intimate setting. Like, when I listen to podcasts, I'll be, like, on a walk and stuff. And I'll be, like, nodding my head or being, like, mm, like yes, mm-hmm, yeah. or, like, oh, my God, no, really? Like, it was funny. Last year, I'd be listening to a podcast, and I would, like, talk with them a little bit. Maybe that makes me crazy. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it was, like, a conversation. Like, they'd be telling the story. I love the podcast. This is, a, I guess, a plug. Not sponsored. Um, <laughs> too Scary didn't watch. I love listening to horror movies, but I'm terrified to actually watch them. So, like, as someone in the film school, it's great because I get the plot down so I can still have those conversations without having yeah. to, like, scar myself. Like, yeah, like, literally yeah. torture yourself. <laughs> oh, I hate, I hate horror films. I, like, Cannot can't do it. Them. They're so important and I respect them so much. But, like, also, like, I will not sleep for two weeks and I'm just not down for that. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> too scary. Didn't watch. It's so good. It's basically these three women who are also terrified but they bite the bullet, they watch it, and then they, like, tell you about it. And, mm-hmm. like, I love them. I think their banter is really good as well. And, like, I just think it's a great podcast. But, like, they'll be talking, and I'll be like, oh, like, oh, my God. And my roommate, who last year, like, she's my best friend. So, like, whatever. It's not, like, tea or anything. Mm-hmm. But she's like, oh, my God. Like, you're so weird. I can't believe you talk to them. But I'm like, no, like, <laughs> don't you hear what they're saying right now? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> And I feel like that makes it, or that means it's a good podcast, you know? Because I feel like that's the type of engagement that you want with your listeners. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like it's such an intimate setting that I'm like, let's, like, you can be my friend. It can be one-sided. Like, listen to me talk, you know? Yeah. yeah. And also, like, when I listen to podcasts, like, I'm really nosy. Like, I, I do want to know, like, everything that's happening in these people's lives. 
<laughs> exactly. And I think I'm the perfect podcast for that because <laughs> I really just have no filter. I'm like maybe an open book to a fault. <laughs> <laughs> All good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I guess still on that podcast point, but also combining it with like casting duo, has there been anything that you've learned through, how long have you been at casting duo? Since December. Okay, so it's been like COVID time. You've been doing that in the podcast over COVID. Has Has there been anything you've learned through working with both of those that's ended up like helping you in class or helping you like just as a film student? Absolutely. I would say, especially because, like I said, I was just trying to rush the cinematic fraternity. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, who knows if this worked out in my favor or not, but I've had a lot of fun so far. I have learned kind of what people are looking for when you're interviewing them with casting, you know? Like, I've learned what makes a good contestant for reality TV, what America likes to see, you know? And, like, obviously, like, you, I've learned, like, what makes, like, the person you love to hate, but I've also, like, learned patterns of, like, what people really like. So, like, sociology, I guess. It just, like, right. confirms everything, like, on, like, micro-sociology in society, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's been really helpful in terms of, like, even, like, going into, like, interviews now. I'll, like, take what I've learned from, like, casting And I'll apply that to myself because, like, I now know, even if it's subconscious, I know what people are looking for in a personality sense. Because, like, obviously it's important to professionally be prepared, but it's also people want someone that they're going to get along with. And so I've learned kind of, like, what people like in that regard. Um, In terms of screenwriting, I guess, like, the podcast has helped with, like, storytelling because, like I said, I'm huge on tangents Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so <laughs> um it's kind of they're each helping each other like get more focused you know so I still edit my podcast a ton because there's so many tangents that I have to cut out that are just so like irrelevant you know so th- I've definitely been learning to stay focused and like honestly everything just goes hand in hand I'm learning how to grow myself professionally. I'm kind of creating my own brand, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know about it because my brand right now, I feel like is like messy, proud, and on the brink of something constantly, but you just don't know what. You yeah, know? right. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. I don't know if that's the best professionally, but I definitely think it's authentic. So mm. love that. But For sure. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And do you have any advice for lions who want to start a podcast? Yeah, totally. Um, my advice, I would say, first of all, I had been thinking about starting my podcast for literally probably almost a year, like 10 months, nine, <laughs> something like that. Like you can make a baby in that time. Um, <laughs> and I guess the podcast is my baby. So when I say nothing's Swerve. popping out of anywhere, that is not true. I popped out a podcast. Um, but (laughs) I would say don't let society stop you because I was talking to my friend about this and I was like you know like everyone is starting a podcast right now like I feel so stupid like people are gonna like make fun of it whatever but then she was like that doesn't matter because like your friends aren't gonna make fun of it and it's something fun 
that mm-hmm. you wanted to do. And so, like, my podcast is not because I think I'm going to become some, like, viral podcaster. Yeah. It's literally just something fun that I wanted to do. Like, I really, obviously, like, please, like, listen to my podcast. Like, <laughs> like, it's really nice and, like, validating to, like, see people are listening to it or whatever. But, like, I'm not doing it for, like, the viewers or the listeners or whatever. I'm doing yeah. it just because it's fun. And so I would not let, like, worry for, like, embarrassment stop you. I would just honestly go for it. Um, one thing I didn't think about in advance, though, a microphone, like, kind of hard to come by. My first one, like, was horrible and, like, was just impossible to assemble. So um, I think mine's, like, Moana. No, it's not Moana, but it's, like, something with, like, an M. Mm-hmm. I got it on Amazon. Hate to see it. Hate to say it. But yeah, keep um, it real. Keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> and then like I use Buzzsprout. So I guess that's good. But honestly, mm-hmm. once you like have a theme for yourself, like my advice is honestly to just like go for it. Worst comes to worst is you stop doing it, but you tried it. Right. And like just like send it, I guess, is my polished right. yeah. <laughs> advice is send it. <laughs> exactly that's awesome with passion projects you just have to go for it for yourself you can't be doing it for fame for money for notoriety nothing (laughs) exactly and like honestly like embarrassment like hot take takes two so if you're gonna let yourself be embarrassed and like yeah go for it but like if you were to like do an episode and stop like if you're not embarrassed about it then like literally who cares and also people are gonna forget about it eventually so it doesn't matter Start your podcast, everybody. Do it. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So on that, where can we find your podcast? Yes. So my podcast is on Spotify and it is on Apple Podcasts. So it's small life, big stories. Um, The background is purple and you see me in my little cheetah print blazer that I got from Goodwill. It's so cute. I'm always rocking my animal print. I just think it's fun. And also, like, I'm sorry. Everyone looks 10 times hotter in animal print. So facts, I facts. absolutely <laughs> to rock that every day. Um, so, yeah, that's what to look for. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> for sure. Awesome. <laughs> um, so are there any other projects we can look forward to seeing from you or anything else you want to promo on the Instagram? Oh yeah, follow me on Instagram. S A M M I E dot small, Sammy dot small. I'm cute and I'm fun. What else could you want? Exactly. <laughs> That's why you're here today. <laughs> um, other things to promo. Uh, I don't know. I'm also in Delta Zeta on campus. Nice. Four girls that are cute and fun. What else could nice. you want? Um, upcoming <laughs> projects. I pretty much have my hands full, but there will be a new episode coming within the next couple weeks. Perfect. So, We're so excited. Out for that. And in a couple years, watch my screenplay that I wrote. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's the spirit. Yes. I'm going to watch you on The Real Housewives. Who are you kidding? Oh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Watch out for that. I'll I'm... be with you. Yeah, you'll be with me. Let's, I don't know, am I allowed to curse on here? I don't know. Okay, let's, let's, let's frick shiz up on The Real Housewives. 
Word. <laughs> For sure. Awesome. Well, Sammy, we are so excited to hear more of your podcast episodes. And it just really sounds like you learned a lot through LMU and through all your external projects. You have your hands full, but it seems super rewarding. So thank you for <laughs> sharing that with us and taking your time to do that. Absolutely. I had so much fun talking to you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Do you have any final remarks for anyone listening? Um, if you are in L.A., I think it's very important that all of you go to Pasta Sisters. Not sponsored. Oh, but yes. So <laughs> and I think that's the best yes. way to end it. Yeah, no, that's probably the best, like, final statement we've had. Thank you. Yes, I agree. <laughs> thank you so much, Sammy, for chatting with us today. And a big thank you for everyone listening to this episode of Talk With Me. Make sure you stay in touch with Maine Entertainment through Instagram, Facebook, Leo, and now Spotify, where you can find these amazing podcasts every week. Take it easy, everyone. And as always, keep talking with me. Yay! Bye! <laughs> <We did it. laughs>